Hey everyone, welcome back to another Holistic Hearts. We are continuing on on our series of deep waters. And today we're going to talk about the gift of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Last week we talked about surrender. And I go back and listen. If you have not listened to that, please pause this one and come back to this one and go back and listen. We talked a lot about surrendering into the river of life or jumping headfirst, feet first into the deep waters and allowing ourselves to sink deeply. And this week, I want to talk about a moment that must have felt a bit like going out into the river and Jesus asking the disciples to surrender their own perception of what was going to happen using our metaphor from last week. I don't want you to get lost, so make sure you go back and listen. Now, Jesus, first of all, blew their minds by appearing alive after the sufferings on the cross and death. He appeared three days after he died on the cross, and that blew their mind. It didn't make any logical sense that this man, this Messiah, this Son of God, would be now walking among them and appearing to many different people over a 40-day period. It defied everything that they knew to be true. And that was just the beginning of their surrendering what they thought they knew and what they thought was to come. Talk about, quote-unquote, breathing underwater. That right there is definitely an instance of breathing underwater. Acts 1, 4, Jesus instructed them, don't leave Jerusalem, but wait here until you receive the gift I told you about, the gift the Father has promised. John baptized you in water, but in a few days from now on, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay, so remember, they're still trying to grasp what is going on. Jesus is telling them, this, these instructions of don't leave Jerusalem, but wait here until you receive the gift, the gift the Father has promised. <laughs> and he's talking about way back when John bought, baptized the disciples and Jesus in the water. And he's talking about the Holy Spirit coming to baptize them. So if you can imagine being in the disciples' shoes, and Peter, and John, and the people that have walked life with him. This is probably another moment of, do we surrender? Do we trust him? So, 50 days after the Passover was Pentecost. It was the Feast of Harvest, which was about 10 days after Jesus ascended into heaven. The gift of the Holy Spirit came in this moment, I'm going to read out of the Passion Translation. So, the gift of the Holy Spirit came like a mighty wind out of the heavenly realm, and a pillar of fire appeared before their eyes. Verse 4 says, They were filled and equipped with the Holy Spirit and were inspired to speak in tongues, empowered by the Spirit to speak in languages they had never learned. There were many Jewish worshipers there who had immigrated from different lands in the city. There were Iranians, Elamites and people from Mesopotamia, Judea, Asia, Turkey, Egypt, the Roman Empire, 
And some were amazed that they could hear the disciples speaking in their native language and others thought they were drunk on new wine. Which, by the way, that right there, drunk on new wine, is such a Jesus wink. Because remember, he said that he's coming with new wine. Back, back, way back when he was talking to his disciples, he was talking about the old wine versus the new wine. And that is such a little Jesus wink when he says in the word that they thought they were drunk on new wine. Actually, they were the Holy Spirit. Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said, these people are not drunk. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. This is the fulfillment of the prophetic word that Joel spoke in the ninth or they think around the sixth century BC. And here's the prophetic word. This is what I will do in the last days. I will pour out my spirit on everybody and cause your sons and daughters to prophesy. And your young men will see visions and your old men will experience dreams from God. The Holy Spirit will come upon all of my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. So Peter, now filled with the Holy Spirit, is speaking a prophetic word that was spoken in the ninth to 6th century BC from a prophet named Joel and declaring that it has now come to fulfillment. So remember, Jesus had told them 10 days before that I'm, I'm, I want you to wait here and I want you to wait for the gift that, that the Father has promised. And they are now all filled and baptized by the Holy Spirit and they're all speaking in all sorts of different tongues and languages, and they are demonstrating the Holy Spirit indwelling in them. I love, as we unpack this little chunk from the book of Joel, this prophetic word that Peter is now speaking, it talks about visions. Visions meaning it means our eyes are open to have divine encounters and to see into the spiritual realm. So these are not daydreams, but visions of the heavenly realm. And because of this outpouring of the Holy Spirit, we are able to see into the heavenly realm. And I want to unpack a little bit more what Peter is saying, because this is our inheritance. It's what's available to us on a Tuesday morning during carpool. It's what's, what's available to us when we're washing dishes on a Wednesday night. Here we go. I will pour out. In Aramaic, it's translated, I will be splashing my spirit wind over all flesh and humanity. I love that. It's so descriptive. I will be splashing my spirit wind over all flesh and humanity. I don't know about you, but I want to be in that splash zone. Don't you? Okay, now who is he talking to? It says, I will pour out my spirit on everybody. Not just a select few, not the people that are on a podcast, not the people that are on the pulpit, not the people that are well known all over the world from hearing, hearing the Lord. No, it says everybody, sons and daughters, young and old, servants, men and women alike. There is no partiality. It is for everyone. When you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you will 
prophesy and you will see visions and you will experience dreams from God. The gift of the Spirit is the manifestation of God himself. Pouring out his Holy Spirit was for people to see him and know him and experience his love. Jesus demonstrated love every moment that he was here on earth. And through the Holy Spirit, he gets to demonstrate his love through us. I encourage you to ask Jesus for this baptism of the Holy Spirit to be filled up. It's one of our prayers that we say a lot here is we ask for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. Not that my salvation is on the line. My, I know my salvation is in Jesus. But this is asking for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit so that people will experience His love. I will experience His love and be able to pour out to others. And I don't, I don't pretend to know everything about the subject. And I, I have expressed that. <laughs> this is so hard for me to talk about because there's so much that I don't know. And yet I've experienced a lot and I know that the Lord is calling me to share. And I know that when we surrender ourselves to the Holy Spirit, He's able to manifest through gifts that He gives and through the fruit of being with Him. In Andrew Murray's book, Absolute Surrender, I talked about this book last week, he explains the Trinity in this way. And I, and I love it because it really explains this beautiful infinity loop of love that we get to be a part of. He explains the Trinity in this way. A revelation of divine love, the Father, the loving one, the fountain of love the Son, the Beloved One, the Reservoir of Love, and who this love was poured out, and then the Spirit, the living love that united both and then overflowed into this world. The Spirit of Pentecost, the Spirit of the Father, and the Spirit of the Son is love. And when the Holy Spirit comes to us and to other men, will He be less a Spirit of love than He is in God? It cannot be. He cannot change his nature. The Spirit of God is love, and the fruit of the Spirit is love. Why is that so? That was, one, that was the one great need of mankind. That was the thing which Jesus' redemption came to, to accomplish, to restore love to this world. And he chooses, that was the end of the quote, <laughs> and he chooses to use everyday people like you and me to receive his love and pour out his love. That's why it's so important to meet him face to face. If you don't hear me say anything else within this episode, within my podcast, within this series of deep waters, the whole point is to lock eyes with Jesus so that we see his love, we experience his love, and we can walk out into this world and give his love. We are his plan. His plan A, his plan B, his plan C. 
we are the highest concentration of kingdom here on earth. I remember hearing that a long time ago, and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I want to repeat that. You are the highest concentration of kingdom here on earth. You are his plan. And what a beautiful gift to receive and to hold and explore and to ask for a fresh filling so that we can surrender our own agenda and love others well so that we can receive the kingdom in order to pour it out to this world who is so hungry for love. And I guarantee you, those disciples, when they heard Jesus before he ascended into heaven, were not thinking it was going to pan out the way that it did, but it was so much more than they could have ever imagined. It was way more beautiful, way more life-giving and hard and beautiful. We are not promised an easy life just because we have the Holy Spirit in us. He's going to ask us to do bold and brave and downright not making sense at all things. And as we move forward and talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit moving forward and other ways that we can connect with the Holy Spirit and have face-to-face time with Jesus, it might get a little uncomfortable. Maybe you've, you've never tried speaking in tongues. Maybe you're like, ooh, that feels like that is not for me today. And I encourage you to ask Holy Spirit to come, surrender your ideas of what works for you, surrender your preconceived ideas and allow him to speak to you in this deep waters place and take you to new levels. All right. I'm going to end it here because Holy Spirit in in itself is just one of the most beautiful things. I love talking about the Holy Spirit. Go back and listen back. in I think it was in the first year we talked about who is Holy Spirit. I encourage you to go back and listen. It's a great, great episode where Kim Bates talks about Holy Spirit. If you want to know more, I also want to share with you, if you are really resonating with the surrender, I have a playlist on Spotify. I can put in the show notes as well. That is a link of all the songs that I have played over and over again when I'm in that season of surrender. And I also have another playlist called Jump Ship. (laughs) So if you were on listening to that last episode, then go check it out. It's a great little Jump Ship episode or um, playlist of music too. So, okay, friends, I will see you next week as we jump into the gifts of the spirit. And just remember that He's going to blow your mind. It's going to be wilder than you think. It's going to be a place of letting go of fear of man. It's going to be a place of beautiful healing and so much fun. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.